0: Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. Last week I started a series on what does it mean to be lost. And as I said last week, many people are lost today. Maybe they don't know it. or Maybe they do. How would we recognize them? Do some people just want to stay lost? Um, How do we approach someone if they seem to be lost? Should we just let people alone and let them figure it out? Now, when something is lost, it's a very simple way of saying it's not where it's supposed to be. And because it's not where it's supposed to be, it cannot be used or integrated into the life of the person that belongs to. Last week, I shared on the lost sheep and the lost coin, and I'll share my thoughts to the above answers next week. But for the day, I want to focus on the other story that Jesus told the lost son, now, many people will know this story as the prodigal son. It's a familiar story. It's the story of two boys, and one of the boys asks for the father's share of the estate. So the father divided his property between the two sons and gave it to them. But the younger son, he decides that he wants to go off into a distant country, and he did. He leaves his family, moves out of the house, and goes to a distant country And the story tells us that he spent everything. In fact, it uses this word, he squandered it all. Boy, wouldn't we be upset if our son did that? Well, there was a famine in the land, and the son had nothing to eat. So he decides to hire himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to the fields to feed his pigs. But he was so hungry that the story says he longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Uh, I can tell you that we raised hogs for a few years uh, back in Indiana, and I can tell you that as a someone who's raised hogs, I had never desired to eat what the pigs were eating. Boy, that must be some kind of hunger, but no one gave him anything. So he comes to his senses, and he remembers that his father's servants would have food, and perhaps maybe he could go back and be a servant of his father. So he's pondering these things in his mind. He's thinking, I'm going to go back home. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. I'm going to tell my father that I've sinned against him and I've sinned against heaven. And I'm not worthy to be called a son, but maybe I could be one of the servants. And so he decides to get up from where he was and head towards home. And here's what the story says. As he headed home, his father saw him from a long way off and ran to him and kissed him. And the son told him that he was no longer worthy to be called his son. But the father said, wait a second. He told his servants, bring the best robe. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf. Let's celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. And here it is. He was lost, but now he's found. Maybe you already saw that, but I love the fact that this story reflects how the father saw him from a long way off, always looking for his son to return. But see, he was lost. The son was lost. He was not in the place that he was designed to be. It didn't change the heart of the father wanting the son to return home. It didn't change the heart of the father looking for him day in, day out. Because this is really the focus of this story. Not the son, not what he did wrong, not what he squandered. The focus of this story is the father, and the focus of this story is his heart towards his son, being in the place he was designed to be, in the family that he was called to with his father. And I'm sorry for some who focus on the actions of the son and at the exclusion of the actions of the father, which to my view is really missing the point, because I'll say it again, a father longs for his children to be with him. And if you're a parent, in particular, if you're a parent of adult children, you know how much you miss being with your kids. But you see, the son made a decision to be out of place. The son made a decision to be lost. It was his desire, but he came to his senses. But here's a question. What if he had not come to his senses? Would he have stayed lost, apparently? If he had not come to his senses, would it have changed the father's heart? I don't think so. He would have still been longing and longing and longing for that son to return home. Here's a true story out of our life. I said I would share it. Stephanie and I served in a church in Indiana uh, growing up back in the 80s. In about 1980, uh, could have been 1986 or so. Uh, The pastor of the church that we served at wanted to give us a a little bit of a gift, a blessing, and offered his condominium on Clearwater Beach to us to go down to Florida and to stay. So off to Florida, we went, got all set up in Clearwater Beach, and got there in that condominium. It was was on an upper floor, and we could look out on the beach, just uh, amazing and so uh, Jeremy and I were going to go down to the beach and grill some food and uh, for that evening's meal. And while we were gone, Chad had asked uh, his mom, could I go out and sit on the porch and watch for uh, Jeremy and dad to come back? And, you know, and, and Stephanie said, yeah, go ahead, sit on the porch, just sit out there and wait for him to come back. And uh, And she went on preparing her meal. And without her knowing it, Chad decides on his own to slip off and Come down the steps and walk towards the beach to try to find Jeremy and I. Now, if you know anything about Clearwater Beach, you know that it's absolutely packed with tons of people. And it was that high season where it was absolutely super busy. And so, Jeremy and I, when we get back to the condo uh, and walk up the steps with the food, the first question is, Well, where, where's Chad? Well, he's out on the porch. No, he's not. Well, no, Chad had slipped off, as I've already told you. And that very moment, Absolute panic struck our hearts. And we are running down the steps, running to the beach, trying to find Chad. There's hundreds of thousands of people everywhere, left and right, if you know that beach. And we are trying to find Chad, and we can't find him. And all of a sudden, I mean, we are screaming his name at the top of our lungs, Chad, Chad, looking for him. We're trying to stay together and looking, and and all of a sudden, people are going, "What's the matter? What's wrong?" We, 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 our son is lost. What's his name? It's Chad. Now people are yelling, "Chet, Chet," and it just, it was just, I can't even describe the intensity that we felt as parents, and Jeremy has, as, as as a brother. That we that we felt just, I mean, it was it was absolutely terrifying. And we just continued to run up and down the beach, not knowing what direction to go. And all the, and, and as we're yelling, Chad, 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 all of a sudden here he comes. And as he came towards us, we embraced and hugged him and just were so excited that he was back. And I asked him this question, Chad, how did you find us? And here's what he said. Chad, Dad, <laughs> I could hear you calling my name. I could hear your voice. Now, what's beautiful about this, obviously, that Chad is back with his family. What's beautiful about this is that he heard, well, my voice. There are lots of voices that were on that beach. There were lots of people yelling, Chad, maybe some people even yelling, Chad. But the voice that he heard was mine, the voice of his father. And because he heard my voice, we were back reunited where he belonged. He was no longer lost, but he had been found. Here's a chilling question. What if Chad had decided to stay lost? I hear that voice, but I no longer interested in responding to that voice. I'm not interested in being a part of that family. Can you imagine the burden that we would have carried all these years if Chad had decided, well, like the prodigal son, maybe to stay lost? But instead he responded to that voice and there we were a long way off calling, calling, calling and embracing him. But he wanted to be back. He wanted to be with his father and with his mom and with his family. He wanted to be where he was a part of a family And because he heard that voice and he responded to that voice. He was no longer lost, but he was found. We have choices. And I'm going to tell you that there is A father standing on the beach of everyone's life, whether they know it or not, calling their name, asking them to give their hearts to Him and become a part of His family. And I got to tell you, if you read the Scriptures, what is it like to be a part of this family, this family of God? What's it like to be a part of that community? It breaks the heart of the Father to know that people do not want to be with Him. And he's doing all he can to let you know that he loves you, that he cares for you, that he wants you to be a part of that family. We'll talk about this next week. So we'll see you next time.